0: We have a general principle in Torah, especially in the works of the Hasidic masters. Whenever you see a word appear in the Torah for the first time, that's the binyan av, that's the first place. And that as the first place, it tells you something about the nature of that word or the nature of that idea. So if you want to know what something is, go to the source. So where's the first time in the Torah that the word for sadness appears? The first moment in the Torah where sadness is introduced into the world is Be'etzev Banim, the curse, quote-unquote, of childbirth. That when you will give birth, the Torah says, to Chava, to the first woman, you will have pain. Etzev in that context means pain. The introduction of pain into what should be essentially a joyous occasion. So we need to understand, especially on a weekend like this, why childbirth is seen as a sad moment. So Rav a coin from Lublin says, that just as everybody is singing Mazel Tov and shouting joy and preparing the college fund, the neshama, the soul of the child, can you imagine, he says, what it must be like for that child to now be separate from its mother. Be'etzev Teldi Banem, with sadness childbirth proceeds is an expression of the fundamental truth that every religious tradition in their mystical schools and mystical perspectives offer, which is that unity, the nature of what it is to be connected in an undifferentiated state, is the most joyous occasion. It's the most ecstatic and beautiful moment that you can have. And that once children have separation from their mothers... To be separate from our mothers, to be separated, as Rumi said, from the ground, as the reed is separated from the riverbed, is to always, in some small measure, dream of a final reunification, a reunion, if you will, with the great mother, with the great ground of being. And so, not reducing it as Freud did that every mystical desire is essentially a regressive state, but saying differently that every moment of sadness that we ever experience is a longing for that place. That every moment of loss has its core, has its essential place in that moment of separation. In Hebrew, the word that just appeared in this week's third portion that Rabbi Saslan read, the word in Hebrew for cut off is nituk. Nituk, N-I-T-U-K, Nun Yud, Tav Vav Kuf. Nituk. And the Hasidim say the same word for separation is the same letters as the word for baby, Tinoch and for tikkun, which means to fix. That every nituk, every separation, every moment of, ah, uh, is a subset, is a subcategory of that great nituk, that great separation that took place, be'etsev tel With sadness, children are born because they are no longer bimei imam, they're uber bimei imam. They're not just in that unified state where everything is given and there is Dolok le Roshan, but there's a candle above their heads, and so every Mother's Day, every day is Mother's Day. That was for you, Mom. <laughs> every Mother's Day is a day to remember that each of us comes from one root, and that Nituk separation. If we ask ourselves in moments of sadness, what is it that I'm really sad about? Isn't my sadness a part of the, the Shchina sadness? Isn't my separation a part of the Shekhinah's separation? Isn't my distance and my disconnection because in some way, shape, or form, I wish I was back home? Home and mother, home and om, ima, are connected. Homeli be, my heart is yearning for that heartbeat of my mother. And of course, whenever the mystics speak about the mother, they're not talking about, you know, necessarily and only limiting it to that biological mother, but the great mother, our divine mother. It's been such a pleasure for me over the last two months. I've been, I've been davening using Rabbi Jill Hammer's Sidur, uh, the Kohenet Sidur which Jill uh, compiled together with Shiryakov who put it together. It's a wonderful Sidur, and I'm sure Jill can give you one. And it's an opportunity to daven, to pray to God as mother. And I grew up praying to God as father. So for me, the turn to say, as I was saying this morning, (laughs) Elotai nishamash natat bi tehorahi, my mother, the soul that you have placed in me, and to use the feminine of the Hebrew so evocative. You have placed it in me. And if only in those moments of separation and sadness we could turn to the great mother and say, Hold me. I'm so sad. Hold me. Find me. Take care of me. For my parents have deserted me, but I have that great parent. So whether your mother is alive, or whether you'll be thinking about her this weekend, I want to invite all of you to connect with the great mother, the one that is holding you right now, the one that is breathing you right now. That one, that one, when we connect with her, can heal all of the wounds, all of the boo-boos, all of the sadness. I pray for a day when that experience is something that we have so readily available that we won't need to reach for those things that act as substitute mothers, all of those little moments. God should bless us with, uh, with that. We can say amen.